0: Happy Wednesday everyone, it is Wednesday December 16th, hope you got your holiday shopping under control or almost done, not under control because people kind of go out of control during shopping time, but um, what do they call it, in Jan- is it the January blues, uh, what's it called, isn't there like one day when everyone gets I don't know if it's in January or February, but uh, everyone gets and it, if you know what it is write in the comments. And, and Christian can let me know what you're saying but it is something like where everyone gets their credit card statement I forget if it's January or <laughs> February but people kind of get bummed out anyway so I know Mel and I are doing a, a day of, uh, of wrapping on this weekend where we're just gonna do like a mass uh, Christmas uh, gift wrapping day and obviously the kids can't be home uh, but let me know if you guys are doing that the other thing too I can hear Mel coming the other thing too is where do you guys hide the Christmas gifts or the holiday gifts, whatever you want to call it, because that's something. Hey, Mel. Hi. We're just I'm... talking about uh, Christmas and gifts. And oh how yes. We're, how we're going to be able to uh, to wrap them this weekend, and because we have a 15 year old, a 13 year old, and a five year old, and the 15 year old will find. Oh yes, for, for sure, sure.
1: absolutely. But she's going to run it for because herself.
0: I... I honestly, I can say it. I know you can't. Now, I can honestly say I never ever, um, like, because my mom would hide the presents. I'm assuming, right? I, I never ever kind of went and found them, opened them up, and looked at the presents.
1: I would open some of them. <laughs> I never did. I would open some of them, but not all of them, because I wanted some surprise. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I was a very strategic, kid here.
0: So you knew you wanted to know, but you wanted to not ruin it all the way for you. All
1: the exactly. So I got best of both worlds. I can and you'll can. Yes, I'm at least I'm getting this, but some stuff I because it was always hidden at that same spot. Um, so, mom, if you're if you happen to be watching this, yes, I knew where you used to hide them, and uh, but yes, I, I I would half ruin it for myself, I guess, if you want to call it that. Or for me, I enjoyed it because I'm like, okay, yes, I got this, and the rest is still a surprise.
0: I I don't know. I just never put the effort in, I guess. And uh, but I like Christmas morning. Dave
1: loves. I love surprises, surprises and I yeah. love surprising. People. Surprising, yes.
0: So anyway, that's yes, kind of cool. you're
1: always surprising the girls with uh, different things.
0: Oh, Raphael. Hey Raphael. Hey
1: Raphael. So
0: before we get started off <laughs> yes. today, and I didn't even know it, I guess last Wednesday, and you guys always hear us saying Raphael, and I'm sure you heard me say Christian, Raphael is our, let's say, outgoing uh, videographer, filmmaker, and Raphael, unfortunately, has to go back to Brazil. So Raphael came to, to Canada, he yes. lived in Toronto for a year, not not even a year, a year and then came so. to, to North Bay. Um, And I didn't even, we didn't even know it last Wednesday that it was our last live. We didn't didn't
1: realize, and I guess time flies, right? In December especially. And then afterwards, like, okay, that was a great live. We're chatting. He's like, yeah, that was my last live. I'm like, what? What do you mean? (laughs) So yes, that was our last live with uh, Raphael. So Raphael, we want to give you a little shout out. Thank you so much for all the work that you've done. We've had a lot of laughs. Um, filming yes. with you and a lot of great time and uh, you helped us grow our, our channel to where it is today so thank you very much for that
0: so let's share a couple of funny stories about Raphael right? yes. I'm not gonna... and then
1: we'll talk about seller financing yeah. and VTV because <laughs> I know that's what you guys really want to hear about of course
0: as well so we'll tell a couple of stories about Raphael uh, one of them, I can't say the word but Raphael, Raphael used to say focus uh, a different, another way Yes, I still remember yes. Raphael the first time when he went to say Mike he was calling it the Mick and I was like, what's a Mick? yes Right. Oh, yeah. and, and then, <laughs> what do you
1: mean, Mick? Yeah,
0: what's a Mick? <laughs> and then something else, Raphael. The thing I, I probably find the funniest of Raphael is he would stand because the camera's right there, right? And let's say Mel and I are standing like this, and I needed to move my chair over just, just a little bit. bit. And, and Raphael's a big guy, you know, and it's funny because he'd say, uh, "Mel, Dave, move just," uh, and then he, and then he and then he'd have a girl, the little girl was just move a.
1: <laughs> we would start laughing every time i tried to
0: record him a couple of times yes
1: doing it. i know <laughs> one time i'm going like this he's like mel i know what you're doing yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh darn, i'm too obvious so i like, try to record the kids yeah um, so the and i remember up. as well the one time we did a live and afterwards um on instagram was all black and the reason it was all black is because he left the office. Because we say on Instagram, hey, come join us on YouTube. But he turned his office light on, so we're in the dark.
0: Yeah, no, good <laughs> Lots times. of
1: Lots of great times. So thank you so much for everything that you've done. And also, we want to welcome our new team member who Christian. joined our team, Christian. So, Christian, thank you so much for, for being here and joining our team as well. So, uh, we're already having lots and lots with
0: you. Yeah, <laughs> with welcome, you, Christian.
1: With you as well. So, that's fantastic. now
0: let's dive into today's subject right seller financing owner financing and vtb vendor take back that's going to be the subject of today if you're new to the channel please you know subscribe give us some likes hit the bell i'm going to say what mel always says hit the bell to get notified because we go live all the time um but yeah we we love it it helps the algorithm and it helps grow the channel and it gives us more incentive to post more and more videos and content for you and, and kind of uh give knowledge on, yeah. on our experiences with Absolutely. real estate.
1: Absolutely, so thank you so much for, for being here. So seller financing, owner financing, VTB, let's dive into this topic today. And of course, stay till the end because we will be answering your questions. If you have any, start writing them yes. now in the comments um, so that way we can answer them and we'll try to answer as many as we can. During your live session. So, seller financing, under financing, VTBs, these are all the same things, different terms, but it means the same thing. So, if you think they're different, it's not. It's all the same. And let's start off with. And,
0: and sorry, Mel, I'm just thinking. Um, with
1: being interrupted. Yes, go ahead, David. <laughs> let's start off with interruptions. <laughs>
0: but one thing I've noticed, okay, because Mel and I are in Canada, one thing I've noticed is the VTB term, the vendor take back, is a lot more popular. In Canada yes. so I don't know if it's I uh, I don't know why and it doesn't really matter because no. it's all the same thing but when I'm looking in the tomato, states, tomato tomato right? tomato potato yeah. potato Mick Mike <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it's all good. but what I'm getting like oh, threw myself <laughs> off there what I'm getting at is um, seller financing seems to be a more uh, common way of wording it in, in America yes so just don't let that kind of again they're all the exact same thing
1: Absolutely. Okay, so what is it? Well, essentially, it's when the owner or the seller helps you with the funding, whether it's an entire portion of the mortgage. Um, so Dave and I, we buy all of our properties. We have over 200 apartments now We're using that our own money first few that we bought, we used our own money because we didn't realize. You don't know what you don't know. Uh, But after that, once we figured out the power of OPM other the people's money, we do a lot of owner financing. And what is that? So they hold part of the mortgage for you. Um, And and this is super helpful because think of it this way. If you want to buy one property and it's $500,000, if the owner is willing to hold 20%, so they would hold 20% of that. That's $100,000. If you want to buy 10 properties that's a million dollars worth of funds that you have to raise how long would that take you and comment below we'll be reading the comments Um, Christian will be writing them down and passing them over here Um, so you know how long would that take you to to buy properties if you're gonna be trying to raise that kind of money you know million dollars it would take I mean it would have certainly taken us years but the power of owner financing is that they help fund the deal. And we're gonna break this down a little bit more. Technically, I can I yeah. can see Dave, you're, you're just wanting well, to jump in here. Go ahead.
0: Well, I just know that there's gonna be questions, so I wanna start kind of answering some things ahead of time. But So to add on what Mel's saying, so A, how long would it take to save up a million dollars for down payments, right? And then B, why, would, if you did save up a million dollars, why would you wanna use your own money, right? Yeah. You wanna use that for other things. So those are kind of the two, uh, it's twofold on how that works. And if we wanna break it down, when we're doing presentations and different things like that, typically we'll talk about what's a first uh, mortgage with the seller financing? What's a second mortgage with the seller financing? And then what's the 100% finance option? So let's dive into the first option. And this is something, uh, it's probably the second most uh, popular one between all of them, right? Now the first, sorry, so the first mortgage, so this is when the seller, actually I'm gonna backtrack a seller takes their equity in a deal and turns it into a mortgage. That's literally what seller financing is. Is their equity becomes a mortgage on the property that they sold to you for you. And this is all done through the lawyers and the attorney so you don't really have to stress out just like the same thing with the bank. Yeah. The lawyers fund the deal or sorry the the bank tra- advances the funds and the lawyer are the ones that register the mortgage on title. So Nothing different there. Same thing, uh, if, if you're giving me a mortgage or a bank's giving me a mortgage, the uh, the lawyers and the attorneys are gonna be the ones actually doing it.
1: Absolutely, and and that's where it's so beneficial. So that 20% down anymore, you don't have to come up with it. Or sometimes it, it can be more. Uh, the building we're in right now, it's 80% owner financing. Um, and then for the balance, we use RSPs. Um, on the side, right? So there's just so many different ways we've ha- we've done 100% owner financing before. Um, there's just so many ways to fund a deal that that becomes very a great way to to help grow your portfolio if you know if you're able to do that. Now, let's head into an... a oh sorry go ahead.
0: Oh no, I just want to uh, so so that first mortgage scenario where the owner is holding a mortgage. In this case, think about it this way: they have to have the building 100% paid off. So. And,
1: Yes, good point. I yes. just wanted to, to make sure that, we, yeah. thank you. And thank you for saying that.
0: And the reason for that is let's say they have a mortgage remaining of 100,000 or whatever it is on, on the building. They can't also give you a first mortgage, right? Because the bank is going to say, well, no, I'm in first. You can't just yeah. give another first, right? So that's something to keep in mind when you're asking the owner to uh, hold the first mortgage for you or a first charge mortgage, first place mortgage, or a first, however you want to word that, you have to know that they have it paid off or when they sell it, whatever money they do get from you is going to pay it off. So something to keep in mind, there can only be one first mortgage.
1: Yeah, no, good point. Um, So then of course, part of it is like, okay, well, if they're willing to hold second, hey, I contacted my bank and they're not ready to do so. You are correct. So the traditional banks will not be open to owner financing, seller financing, having that second mortgage. So know that ahead of time. So you likely won't be going to a lenders, Um, but there's absolutely a lot of mortgage brokers who you know who are willing to do that you just have to to do your homework and find them
0: yeah and let's jump into the next scenario so if a seller or owner holds a second mortgage so in that case is probably when they won't have the building paid off or they won't have enough equity in the deal to pay off the entire thing to hold a first mortgage and and some sellers don't want to hold the first they only want to hold the second uh, which is fine right because you can with creative financing both scenarios make sense Uh, if the deal makes sense right the deals and the numbers have to make sense as well so the second charge mortgage or the second place mortgage with owner seller vtb financing is going to be pretty much and maybe not the full amount but it's Mm -hmm. pretty much going to be your down payment yeah and that's what becomes and let's get into that because this is the one we use the most most of the time
1: especially when we started off now we've been using a lot of promissory notes and there's just a lot of different ways you can find deals but when we started off for sure that was a our, our favorite one, I yeah. think, and, and in a sense, almost the easiest one to get started started with.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and so think of this. If they still have a mortgage on the property, the, the second mortgage that they're actually gonna hold for you, turning that equity into a uh, mortgage for you, they have to actually have that equity, right? So let's do a scenario, a million dollar purchase, right? And let's say an institution is gonna give you 80% loan-to-value first mortgage, so $800,000 and you need a down payment of $200,000. Well, if you're saying, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, I need you to hold a second mortgage of at least $200,000 to act as my down payment. Well, they need to have that $200,000. Let's say if they still have a mortgage for $900,000 on that million dollar uh, sale, well, they don't have $200,000 to hold for that, right? Because on, on closing, they're only going to get 100000 minus all their fees in that. So they, they need to have that equity in the deal to be able to hold a mortgage. Yeah. So that's something, again, let's say if a seller just bought the deal you know, a year ago and they're looking at selling and the market hasn't gone up or the deal hasn't gone up, odds are they probably won't have enough equity to hold. So these are just things you need to think about uh, when you're looking and asking sellers to to hold financing for you in that second position. But yes. it is the most popular.
1: Absolutely, we love it. I love it. And, I, and I did see uh, Faraz's uh, question earlier, and Chris, can you mind just passing it to me, um, about uh, why would they why would they agree to hold? So why would the owner agree to hold? And that's a great question. Why would they want to do that? And uh, people often think that uh, you know that it doesn't make sense. Why would anybody want to lend you money? Why would they not want to pull out their money? Well, firstly, it's not everybody's going to want to do it, right? Just like anything else, you're going to get some no's. Are We're you going to ask some people, and some you knows. will definitely get some no's. So that's number one. Yes, you will get some no's. It does not work for everyone, however, it does work. Um, number two, why would they want to do this? To answer your question, is because it benefits them. And how does it benefit them? Well, a couple of things here. If it's not listed anywhere, so if it's an off-market deal that you approach a seller and you know you have the conversation with guess what all of a sudden they don't have to pay agents to to list the property so they're saving thousands of dollars there yes. so they're happy about that number two they don't have to have tons of viewings and all of that and upset the tenants and the tenants get scared and move out because now all of a sudden they're selling the property because oh. tenants do often get scared when they see people coming they in screwed. and out 100 100%, 100%,
0: 100% percent, right
1: so they don't have to worry about that because you're you're a serious investor and number three, um, it'll actually, I can keep going with a few more things. Number three, you're going to be paying them interest. So they're going to keep getting a paycheck. How neat is that? They're used to getting rent every month. You're going to be paying them interest it so benefits them as well. And as well, there's tax benefits yeah, for them, excellent. which is huge. It benefits them from a tax perspective. And this I'll, is why they want to do it.
0: Yeah. And I'll run through a tax scenario, Mel, um, to add on to your, your great points there. So... Um, let's use that million dollar sale again. Okay. It's just so much easier with numbers. So let's do the million dollar you're purchasing a million dollar building. Then obviously the seller is selling a million dollar building. Let's say, uh, let's say they have the building fully paid off. They've owned it for 20, 25, 30 years. They, they want to retire. They want, they're, they're done with real estate and let's use that scenario again. Million dollar sale, and you're able to get a mortgage of $800,000 from a financial institution, a mortgage mm-hmm. broker that is okay with uh, creative financing and secondary financing in behind. So when they sell that building, there's gonna be capital gains, right? Let's say they bought it 20 years ago for 200,000, and I'm not gonna get too specific in the numbers on that, and now they're selling it for a mill. Well, they're gonna have capital gains. Whenever you buy something, and then sell, income properties only, and then sell it for a higher price, you're gonna have a capital gain uh, expense. Yes. And I'm not going to get into capital gains today, but there will be that. And I know our American friends will say, "Well, Dave, I'm going to do the 1031. I understand." But let's just do this scenario. So on the 800, 000, sorry, on the million-dollar purchase on closing, the seller is going to receive that that $800,000 that you've received from the financial institution. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get that minus um, all the realtor fees, all the legal fees, anything else, closing costs, blah blah blah. Right. So they're going to receive. That eight hundred thousand minus all of those other fees. Now, like I said, they're still going to pay the capital gains on the entire thing, but now there's the actual income tax that they're going to have to pay on the money they received. So let's say what are we? We're 2020 right now. Yes. If they receive it in 2020, they are now, and if they owned it personally, that eight hundred k that they're getting, roughly, is now going to get added on to their personal income tax, and that's going to be affecting them, right? That's. Yes. Let's say they made hundred k in another job. So they're already at a high tax bracket. And now you add another $800,000 onto that at the high in whatever amount exceeds the highest tax bracket is now going to get taxed at that amount. They're paying through the the nostrils on taxes. Absolutely. So why, why would they care to help you out with financing? Well, here's, here's yes. where it gets exciting is, you know, that $200,000, that 20% loan to value that they're actually holding back, turn the equity into a mortgage. Well, they're not receiving that in 2020. They're actually, so they're not gonna pay taxes on that. So that's another $200,000 that's not getting put onto that massive amount and that you're paying absorbent amount of high income tax on. So that's why they do it. They hold the mortgage and then they get to spread that 200K Mm -hmm. over up to five years. This is what we call, I call it spreading love. (laughs) They get to spread that over five years. So that they're not going to pay tax on it in one specific year. They're going to do it into five if you do a five-year term. And like Mel said, they no longer receive rent, but now they're going to be receiving a mortgage payment from you every single month and making interest on that money. Yes. So again, like Mel was saying, they don't just do this because they want to sell you a building and help you out or do you a favor. Yeah, that that kind of comes into it as well. But it's (laughs) numbers, it's taxes, it's income tax. This is revenue that you're It's a numerical
1: decision, not an emotional decision on their part. Um, Of course, you want to do your due diligence, especially if somebody's looking at 100% financing. Is there a cash? Maybe, but maybe not. So make sure to do due diligence, of course, with that. Um, And I'm going to share a couple of tips as well regarding how to deal with seller financing. So you get a seller. Before
0: you give those tips, Mel. All right. I want you guys to subscribe (laughs) to our channel. Yes. Let's make them wait. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the, the bell ding,
1: ding, 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 yes, to get yes. notified
0: and start writing your comments and questions below because we're going to be going into the Q&A soon enough. So
1: Yes, we're going live. Have we, you, yes, have you done, have it? You done yes. it? Have you done it yet? Because <laughs> um, we go actually on, and, and this is another notification here on this side note. Oh, yeah. Um, on Friday, we are going live. We're going to be live again at noon Eastern. So this Friday, December, I don't know what it is. 18th so i said 18 18. um we're going to be going live again on youtube and this time it's pretty exciting we're going to do some q a's but we're also going to be announcing the winners of our mentoring program so there's a rising star winner where they actually are going to have dinner with us yes on us we're going to order their favorite meal get it delivered we're going to do a zoom and have a you know a good hour chat or so and then we'll go live as well with them and also- And they're gonna
0: share their successes and how yeah, they did it, right? They're so they're that gonna, can benefit you.
1: You can learn from other people's story as well. And then the other winner of the year will actually be winning a $2,500 gift voucher for a trip. <laughs> so, Whenever
0: COVID opens up and they can go on a trip. Of course,
1: yes. Yeah, so we're <laughs> waiting for that, but you know what, you thought, What a great reward. Absolutely. And, and I mean, there's so many, we have so many uh, success stories, of course. Um, and we'll and be we going got, live uh, with
0: them as well, so you'll be able to get to ask them yeah. questions on how they did it, right?
1: Yeah, so anyhow, so that's why you want to subscribe. Subscribe and like. Can I Can I share together Now tips? you can share. Back to the tips, now all right. Now we can go back to it. Now that we did the little tips and, uh, or the little yeah. bell thing, all right. So here are some tips to deal with um, with lenders, and you want to make sure, and think, put yourself in their shoes, <laughs> right? So kind of always remember that old saying, you know, what would you want to hear? So if you're going to lend somebody, $200,000, let's keep the same scenario, numbers. yeah, I like that. What would you want to know within the X amount of years that they're hold, that you're holding financing? Well, I probably want to know that my places are being rented. <laughs> I probably want to know that you're putting a little bit of TLC in it, perhaps, maybe you painted the outside, or maybe you um, you know, cut down the bush, or maybe you put a new countertop, or whatever it is, just to, just to be informed. I would also want to be paid on time, every mm-hmm. time. And if life happens or something happens, I don't know, you forgot, you're out of town, you're on an airplane, you couldn't send the e-transfer, whatever the situation is, I'd want to know about it, right? So picking up the phone and say, so sorry, this happened, there will be a delay, but it's coming the next day, right? As opposed to leaving them in the dark.
0: Well, not communicating with with them is the worst thing you can do. Absolutely. And I'm thinking, hey, Mel, I'm lending you $200,000 as seller financing. The first question I'm going to ask I'm going to ask how much interest. I'm going to ask all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I'm going to ask you is, how do you plan on paying me back yes. that 200k? That's going to be the, uh, yes, it's fun lending it out and making interest. But the most important is you want to get your capital back, right? You're an investor. You want to make sure that that money is coming back to you Uh, in the forefront so I want to know Mel what is your exit strategy I was
1: just I was going to make them (laughs) write it below I stole your punchline yes I was going to say what is what do we usually call this comment below but you already said it exit strategy first of the bubble Uh, first of the bubble exit before you enter is what we always say you need to know how are you going to pay them back are you going to look at some deals and they're willing to hold financing for you yes are some of them the ratio is going to make sense yes should you buy the property I don't know do you have your exit strategy if you don't the answer is no, you should not be buying that property. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so let us know, uh, Christian, other questions down below. So start typing in the questions, the comments, anything. Uh, and obviously today was seller financing, owner financing, vendor takeback, Let us know if you have specifics on that scenario because this is Mel and i's, you know, literal, literally, sorry, bread and butter. This is what we yeah, do Yeah. And all you know what time. we're going
1: to do? And I'll get Christian to maybe put it here in, in the chat. Um, I'm going to link it because I, I know I'm a visual learner. And I'm so not sure. So, so are you, and maybe some of you are as well. So I'm going to put in a website here, or a Christian. Well, www twelve, and the twelve will be numbers, actual numbers. So wwwbot dot twelve in twelve. So the number one two in one two dot com. And go check it out because we, we basically kind of talk about this, but we break it down. We're on a whiteboard. You can actually see yeah. numbers. Yeah, we we'll do some math. We kind of break things down a little bit more in detail. Uh, again, today's just kind of a, a big overview. But Bot12 dot 12.com, go check that out because um, we actually break down a deal on the whiteboard. So if you're visual and you want to know a little bit more and share different kind of tips as well, we talk about capital. Uh, I
0: think we talk about ca- taxes. Yeah, taxes. We definitely do deal yeah, analysis. There's a few different things that so we talk about. you'll be able to see. Um, I was talking earlier about the million and the eight and the two well now it'll be written out and it might be it'll obviously be a different scenario but at least you'll be able to see it uh, and kind of grasp the concept. if you didn't already I'm not saying you didn't but I know someone just talking about someone something doesn't help me I need to see it or actually do it myself
1: yes so hopefully you've learned a couple things about about owner financing seller financing VTB it works it's a great way to scale but yes you have, of course you have to do your due diligence you got to make sure you have your exit strategy you got to communicate with them oh and here's a here's a bonus step for you as well because you're staying right till the end for this um bonus tip as well is pay them back early if you can this goes a long way so even if you have let's say two months left in the contract and you're like okay you the deal came to fruition you have your exit strategy uh, should i hang on to my money or pay them back early we love to pay them out early because bigger picture here, a lot of our lenders, a lot of our VTBs, maybe then become private lenders, or maybe they have another property to yeah. to, to sell as well.
0: They end up becoming like a, a repeat customer. Yeah. And when I say customer, it's because they technically are right. You're providing them a service. You're asking them to hold a mortgage, and uh, yeah, and, and and something else to think about. Because if you're always constantly looking to fi- find other leads, other private lenders, other private investors, that's time consuming as well. And if you've already got someone that you've done an owner finance deal with and you've paid them out, you have someone that now trusts you, believes you, knows that you will do what you said you would, and then you have an, you know that insight, to or that, that inside, um, not that inside, but that a relationship to just do it again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Good stuff.
0: All right, we'll All wrap right. it up.
1: Good. Any any other questions? Are we are we good, Christian? We're good. good awesome. All right. So thank you so much for for watching today. Uh, join us on Friday at noon for the reveal, and we'll be doing some random Q and A's um, on Friday as well. So make sure to mark your calendar, 12 p.m. Eastern time, and we will see you then. See you there. Bye for now. Bye.